everybody, this is Home Field Disadvantage. This is Stephen Walker talking to you now. Today we have a special guest, Michael Etheridge. Uh, me and Michael go way back of one year or two years. I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite things. Uh, we're going to talk about meat, as usual, <laughs> the obvious one. Uh, we love meat. We love to cook it. We love to eat it. And we love to serve it. Um, so we'll kind of talk about the different dynamics of that and just our favorite cuts of meat, stuff like that. Um, and then we'll preview the National Championship uh, semifinals. That's Notre Dame and Clemson, then Alabama and Oklahoma. So if you have um, any questions about who's going to win the game, just listen to this podcast and we'll tell you because we know. Um, thank you guys so much and enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. So this is Michael. Hi. Hi, Michael. <laughs> so, Michael, tell the listeners who may not know you about yourself just briefly. Before we uh, what I say? Uh, well, I like meat. I like football. Uh, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Got two great kids, and I love my church. Shout out to Matt and Matthew. Matthew and, and Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jenny's the oldest, right? Jenny's the oldest. Yeah. Fourteen. Matthew's thirteen. Call them the yin and yang twins because they're kind of like the opposites of each other. That's good. And you grew up where? I'm Athens, Georgia. Oof. So what does that mean for your sports viewing experience? Uh, you know, I am. I am. You know. I joke about it as saying, you know, we're kind of born dogs, <laughs> but I really am. I'm, a, I'm an SEC fan too. Uh, see, I'm the opposite. You don't like the SEC? No. Well, okay. So, well, let's say Alabama goes to the national championship. If it's Alabama, Penn State, I'm going for Alabama. Oh no, no! no. You got it. Like as far as the bowl season no. goes, I will look as much as. What if Florida goes to national? Oh, that doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. I'm not going to say anything bad about any teams or any particular Michael coaches is, who uh, also making a gesture. Who and... also coached at South Carolina and at Washington <laughs> uh, for the Redskins, but uh, really, he coached for the. Don't yeah, you remember yeah, he yeah. dragged what's his name up there too, and that was, you know, that's probably the hardest thing in the world is to go from college to to, to pro. Yeah, Saban couldn't do it. Saban couldn't do it. Uh, who else? There's a bunch of them couldn't do it. But yeah. only Pete Carroll's them in the. You know, there's only one once you have um, you only if you have uh, as far as national championships and uh, Super, Super Bowls. Bowls yeah. Pete Carroll, uh, Barry Switzer, and uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Fox News analyst played for uh, Jimmy Coach Johnson. Jeff. Jimmy Johnson, but also oh, too, yeah, you know, the one thing is weird too. He also is one of the rare ones to win as a coach and far as a really? player too for the same team. Did he Spurrier won a do Super that? Bowl. No, he won a Super Bowl for oh, and, oh, and the pros and the pros. Ditka did not Ditka. Jimmy John. Um, Jimmy Johnson. Played for uh, no Ditka. I'm sorry, Ditka won when he was with Dallas. <laughs> won a Super Bowl as a player. And then one was as a Bears coach, Bears. 80, 84 Bears, 80, 85 Bears. Yeah, eighty five Bears. But then he was with Dallas. He was played for Dallas too oh, in the seventies right. for the. But the one thing about Spurrier is, though, you know, the Heisman thing. He was he was a Heisman. Ugh. Even though I swear, okay, I know we'll get a lot, but I swear he was trying to stop Danny Warfel from winning the Heisman <laughs> because he was the only Florida yeah, Heisman yeah. Trophy winner. Of course, now there's three. So I mean, wait, who's uh, the third? Wait, wait, wait. Who's the second? Warfel, wasn't it? Did he win one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why are we standing around here? All right, well, uh, that was a tangent. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about meat, and this was something that we both have dished on, no pun intended, for a yes. long time. Um, what What's some of your favorite types of meat that you like to cook? 
I probably strongest is probably ribeyes. Mm. I love ribeyes. If I have to put the top ribeye, it's not something I've cooked, but it's something I've actually I've had twice, and I still have dreams about it. <laughs> is Kobe ribeye? I had it once oh, in you Japan. Said Kobe. Kobe. I Kobe, Kobe beef. Kobe, Kobe ribeye. Kobe. I had it once when I was in Japan, and a second time when I was in Houston. And it was funny because even it was like it was like last week. I woke up drooling thinking about Kobe. So what's so special about it's the way well it's cruel in the way they make it but I mean it's just if you look at the marbling on it it's so the the fat is really learning and it's to the point where if you get somebody who can really cook it you could pretty much with a fork no knife just fork it just just get in there and it just completely melts and all the flavor is just so salivation glands (laughs) You don't they don't they yourself. like pamper the cows? That's the whole thing. Is the cows are, the cows are kept up in a little thing. They feed it rice wine and beer, <laughs> and that's it. The cat get the cow gets no exercise. It's just plumped up and oh, and I think they've kind of limited now. You won't find it too much now. Yeah, and there's no such thing as American Kobe beef. There's not. <laughs> there's not Because no. there's also like wagyu, isn't there? Wagyu. I've had wagyu. Wangus. Yeah, I'll send it. Wangus. Wangus. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Kobe. I'm going to start saying Kobe. Kobe. Now. No, I know Kobe. Kobe burger one time, and it was delicious. Isn't but... it? I take another one, too, that most people don't realize it's really good for is buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo is really yeah. underrated. Was that, would you consider that bison as well? Bison. Yeah, okay. bison. I, you know, we say buff, they're not really buffalo. Yeah, they're bison. I don't know why we just call it. Yeah, it's interesting. The What do you, what would you call that? The intervi- environmental aspect. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, you know... Angus, I still go with, but I'm also probably next would probably be brisket. Oh, isn't it? Aaron There's, Mercer's brisket. Well, see, that's my whole. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, okay, so we were at camp, and I was helping him. He was doing all the work. I was basically just standing there, <laughs> keep helping him stay awake. But it was like three in the morning, and we take it off, and we have a bite, <laughs> and it was just like. <laughs> oh, that is like the brisket moment. He knows how to do it. It's three in the morning. Taking that first bites of the brisket right when it gets just a little bit settled in, and it's just like, yeah, it is heaven. It really is. I did that job last year. Did you? Did you stay yeah, up with them? Yeah. I regret it. But see, I didn't know, get cool, a bite. The cool thing for me was was um, was that he's really, you know, some people were like, oh, they'll do it, but he'll like tell you everything he's doing. Yeah. He'll tell you everything no along secrets, the way. This yeah. is what you need to watch. This is what you need to look for. You know, and and it's funny too because I don't know if they still do. They still have that old grill, that old. Oh yeah. Grill. So it's like if you oh, put your yeah. hands on it. I mean, yeah, he time, did that. He did that's that. That's how you know it's at the right temperature. Yeah. We're like, okay. <laughs> so he's like, I'm. I'll go check it. Yeah. Right out there. Yeah. Oh. Warm. <laughs> I he's that he's that kind of guy. And I live with the guy. Yeah. He's that kind of guy where he. he he always gets the right temperature, and he can just does do he? it. Like, no thermometer. He can just do it, you know. I, I don't understand how and he does it. You know, that's, yeah, there's it's a, a thing with that. It is. It is. I really is. Because I'd be in there with thermometers, with, mm. you know, the laser thermometer pointing at it and stuff like that. Question. Have you ever cooked something, like, on coal, like, straight up? Yes, I have, actually. Cowboy style? Yeah, I have done that before. How and was I that? Thought, it was good. It really was. I actually did it. On you know the the you know the Weber grills you know yeah, you go by yeah, everywhere yeah. yeah I did it and I got the the charcoals and the chips and it took a while I mean I really got those things down yeah. I'm sitting here 
blowing it off. Yeah, yeah. Thing, you know? <laughs> no but yeah, no, it was really good. I'm the same way with you, Ars, and let's just try something. Yeah. Like, I've, like, thrown steaks into crock pots. Oh, I yeah. I cooked them on a pizza, you know, the pizza stone. My <laughs> yeah, pizza yeah. stone, first thing I did when I got a pizza stone was throw two steaks on it <laughs> to see what it was like. Was it good? It was yeah. good, yeah. There's something about, though, but there's something about with, and you know me, it's basically, there's only two meats. <laughs> Beef and pork. Beef and pork, okay. yeah. Beef and, and pork. And so, there's something about it with two with fire. Yeah, Something yeah. about those with fire and smoke that really gets <laughs> it. Now, don't get me wrong. I I generally, most of the time, am pan cooking you yeah. know, in the pan. Yeah. I still want you to, we need to do, I want to do the butter thing. I haven't done it. And I really oh, it's so it. good. You never but, done the butter thing? I just oh. haven't gotten around to, I'm like really, I'm like, Crank up the stove, crank up the thing, everything gets done, five minutes, boom, 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 let's eat. Yeah. I went almost in a way, I need to get remarried, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm almost in a way of like, I just want to eat. Yeah. You know? you gotten lazy on your works, is that? All, and no, because I have in a way, because I'm just like, yeah, okay, by the way, in a couple of days, I'll be 53 years old. Ooh. And I know. Happy birthday. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel it. But I mean, I think it's just I want to eat. I love yeah. to eat, and that's part of part of my problem in a way. Is that I love so to eat. eat. I love to eat meat. Yeah. I mean, that is just there's something about okay. Then you go brisket, beef ribs. Mm. Oh, there's this yeah beef ribs, <laughs> and I'll even slash St. Louis style mm. pork ribs. I like St. Louis style because there's actually meat on it. I think baby I backs are too. I like baby backs, but that's like, you might as well give me two racks. Yeah. Just throw down two racks and leave me alone. With the St. Louis, I could probably wake one rack, yeah. and this is pretty good. But um, but then beef ribs, you know, that's a dinosaur. You know, you get a good cow with that. And yeah. it's maybe four ribs tops, and I'm like. <laughs> i tell you what, the best rib place I've ever been to, Dexter, Missouri, the boot heel of Missouri, uh-huh. Dexter Barbecue, they make the best ribs ever. Is it a shack? Uh, it, it like I think it really used nice to be, place. but it's formed it's into up. a restaurant. Is it one of those ones where they built on? Yeah. Now, see, those are still guests. It's so I good. Don't, there's no such thing as a fancy barbecue place. Yeah. It really, you need to go to a shack. <laughs> the best. So you're, you're worried about the food health concerns. Yeah, but see, you know it. Like, one of the, like I've been to, I would say to tell you about I was telling you about was there used to be this one on 1941, just past Jonesboro, Georgia. <laughs> And it was literally a shack, and behind it was like a smoke place, a smoking thing where they did yeah. all their stuff. But that was just it. You had to eat in your car. But the big thing was, and I remember this was my grandfather, because wow. my grandfather was like, what? They built like an awning to where you could have some picnic <laughs> How tables. dare they? And he was just like, <laughs> but the funny thing was, 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 okay, when the guy, the guy who owned, it was a guy who owned the place, and there was a guy who smoked. Did all the, did all the, did all the meat. Yeah. Was the big thing was, was when the guy passed away... Uh, the other guy was just going to retire because they were both really old. Mm. And so it was the son trying to convince the guy to still <laughs> Please keep don't going. Stop. <laughs> because it was very, it wasn't like lying out the door popular because a lot of people would get it and go. And yeah. so it was just like, yeah. But that's the way barbecue has to be. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I, all these chains, man. Yeah, like like this, this one place, Mission Barbecue, just disgusting. It's awful. <laughs> I haven't been there yet, so I. Don't, don't go there, because people I think of Chattanooga. Because you can't really. Barbecue is an art. It yeah, really is. for sure. And for it's sure. not a fast food art. Like we go to we go to the one we go to the place up near where we live, and it's okay. And it, but it's it's not that you know 
slap yourself right <laughs> I mean, when you get really good barbecue, and it's, there's this time, it's weird, I can't remember most of my childhood, but I can remember, like, significant barbecue moments yeah. in my life, you yeah. know? Like, one of the best places that was really surprising was in New York City. Huh. I was home, we were on leave, and I was with a friend of mine who was from there, Jamaica, Queens. And he took us to this place, and he's like, you've got to try this place. It's got, they call it soul food. We call it southern food. <laughs> we just call it food. We call it food, yeah. <laughs> but it was really good. And I go back there, and I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing one of my hats at the time, wearing a Georgia hat. Yeah. And the lady was like, oh, and she was like, she was from Alabama and all. So we had to start. She uh. took me back there. And that's where they were from, originally from Alabama, and they yeah. grew up doing, you know, I tell you what, that's probably a good business model. Is to take that food and give it to like a big city. They probably they probably there's a couple. Up. I've seen it on TV. There's a couple of places now. They've kind of New Yorkified it a little bit. Yeah. I was looking at it, going, "What?" I've no. seen that too. Yeah, I got like, a bit <laughs> barbecue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, no. But yeah, this, this whole thing of like meat, it it's definitely an art, like you were saying. Like, it, and yeah. not, I'm not saying like how it looks or whatever, but just like the way you cook it in the different yeah. ways, like cowboy style on the coals or on the grill or on the on the stove. It's just it's it's so cool. Like I, last night, I cooked chicken wings in the oven with steak seasoning. Did you really? And they were good. They were good. You can ask my friend. They were so good. And so one of the things I like about it is that. In terms of it's, you can be liberal with it. You yeah. know, you can you and try that's out different things. things. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Too. And I mean, you don't I've hear learned. people go, mmm, salad. No, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Or mmm, yeah. asparagus. Yeah. No. But mmm, meat. And now, now, those are the that's the only chicken I pretty much will eat. It's just wings. chicken wings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they have to be. Yeah, I, I love chicken. Do you? Oh yeah. 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 I can give you horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nikki, the female youth minister, she does not like chicken. She will not eat chicken. God bless her. Well, <laughs> That's a matter of opinion, but yeah, but yeah I, I I just love that. I just love that. I was gonna say something. Let's see. Okay, next we got. Then we just got pork butt. Oh man! You know the pork universal. Pork. You, want, you want something that's overrated? I'm getting a lot of flack for this. Memphis barbecue. What is it? Now give me give me your distinction of Memphis barbecue. Memphis barbecue is wet ribs and pulled pork. See, I like I like sandwich. cooked dry, but then I like to put. I use sauce. Yeah, but I their their pork is their pulled pork is dry. They don't. It, but but you have to season it. But then I like to put it on there. I like to put my sauce on there. Yeah, and so yeah. that's my not my thing now is I'm trying to perfect instapot ribs, and I saw somebody doing really? it. really, and they're okay. But I still think maybe I need to. You kind of lose the magic though. You know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's my thing. You don't the fire yeah. and the smoke really adds a lot to to meat. It's so, just part of the experience. Yeah. So that was that's yeah, best barbecue place in Chattanooga. I don't. I haven't really. What really? do you think? Ribbon loin. Really? Their their meat is. I like. So they. This sounds weird, but they fine grain the the pork and the chicken. Like it's not as substantive of like a like a. So they know. chop chop. Yeah, but it's good. Well, I've seen a board where you chop it down and then you just like meat like pack yeah, it. Yeah, it's pack, good. Yeah. Is it? It's good. You haven't tried a lot of barbecue places here. Not really. Wow. You know my t- you know my schedule. I mean, it's kind of. Wow, I'm disappointed. Best steakhouse. Again. What? I haven't really had a good steak here. Yeah. Even That's over, true. even at the, even at the. Bruce Chris. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm at my standard for steak is really high. Yeah. I will say I'll eat steak and it's a good steak. Even at the chain place, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. It's a good steak. I'll still eat it and yeah. I'm, I'm satisfied with it. But when you want to say good steak. You gotta. I mean, it's gotta be like yeah, bam. That's what I love about Brie. 
my fiance, by the way, she she would rather have one of my steaks for like fourteen dollars total yeah. than like a fifty dollar Roots Chris steak. That just it wasn't. That just fulfills me. I think you have to have the people. Now they have the equipment. Now to really, when you get into high end, they have those high end broilers yeah. that are like fifteen hundred degrees. But you still have to have the person who really knows how yeah. to do it, how to do because you just can't throw it on there. Let it ding, yeah. it, you're done. And I think that's one. You know what's interesting? I went to Ruth's Chris. I'm a senior now. My freshman year, and it was like this is before I like experienced steak. Mm-hmm. I was never. I never had steak growing up at all, ever. Really? Yeah. We just never had steak. My mom didn't ever like steak. My dad didn't really like really? steak. Really? I know. Isn't that wild? <laughs> I I have I have flowered and <laughs> blossomed into a a meat fanatic. But I I remember going there and lo- like loving it, like the bee's knees. Yeah. And then we went that one time a year ago. Yeah. Off your, uh, off yeah. your gracious blessing, <laughs> nah, and you know I love you. And it, it wasn't as good. And I think it's because once you cook your own stuff, yeah. The other, like I remember, like I remember going out one day in high school, go catfishing all day long, catching them, yeah, and then frying them up. I thought it was the best catfish I ever had in my life. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just something about it. Yeah. You know? No, there is. I think when you get your own, we all do have our own taste, and that's just yeah. it. Yeah. But I think when you get your own perfection down. That's what it is. But there are, there's like, I'm trying to think, I've been to, was it New York, a couple of places that have really good, uh, Texas, there's probably three or four of them that I just adored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we lived in, we lived in Houston, and it's part of Houston called the Woodlands, and huh. we had two really high-end good steak places there, and one of them was my neighbor, so place where I had that, that second Kobe. It was uh, <laughs> Kobe. Kobe, stuff on yeah, Kobe. Kobe, Target, Kobe. JSA, Kobe. Um, <laughs> Kobe beef, and um, the guy there really—it was serious. I mean, he was really serious. Uh. The, he was serious about his steak, yeah, and the dry aging versus the wet aging. Uh-huh. I mean, I had never really gotten into it, but I remember just talking to the guy, and he went on for like thirty minutes, just talking about, about yeah, it. just talking about the differences, and that's like. That's where you want to eat a steak. Yeah. I mean, of course, it was like one hundred and twenty dollars each, and so yeah. you're like, so I had to get permission right. to go there. <laughs> but it's still, it's something about those things. Yeah. And yeah. one of the best places too was another out hole in the wall places was in outside of this little. There was an abandoned. It's not abandoned. It was a closed air base that still had a really long active runway that we were using for one summer. Huh. And there was a shack again, and the guy was a farmer. Not a, farm, a rancher who retired and loved to cook. That's awesome. <laughs> it was his meat. Yeah. Like all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, this was like insane. Yeah. I would love to one day have a couple cows, get a little, get a little cow ranch going, and then just eating them. <laughs> we, when we lived in Kentucky, there was, yeah, because I used to run by this place, this processing place. And I used to say hi to the guy, and he'd wave hi, and you know, stuff like that. And he was one day. I, I thought you were about to say, I said hi to the cows. Hi, cows. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. See you in Don't eat too much. See you, see you tonight. See you tonight. <laughs> but I was Woo. running back one day, and he was like, I, you know, I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, hey, hey, you want some steaks? Yeah. And I'm like, no. Huh? <laughs> it's like, he's like, well, one of the guys didn't, he said he couldn't pay for it after he processed it. And I have these, I mean, these were like ribeyes. Like oh, this. man. Like and three he was inch, like, just like inch. giving me, I can't remember what, it was so cheap too. He was just like, well, I'll just give them to you for this. So I'm like running home, driving back. And I'm like, that. I'm like look, we got 20 pounds of ribeyes. <laughs> we're eating this yeah. week. We're eating. I definitely think ribeye is my favorite cut too. Ribeye probably is. Um, 
you really, I'm really picky on fillet mm. because you have to cook it right. A lot, times people, a lot of times people crust it too much. Yeah. When a really good fillet, I've had some really good ones where it was just fork, fork you know, yeah. and it pulls. The way when you cook, the way it's cut, and the way you can do it is because it's got the long right there. You know, on that axis is where you can really a good one can take off. Yeah. Just, just it's like doing it's like doing pulled pork in a way. And yeah. So it's very. It's I've just never go. had one before. You gotta try because it just a little bit. Yeah, I know. So much. But it's just because it's it's because it's the the cut of it where it is. It really is. Now, one thing about ribeye too is I really like it's just because of the marbling. Oh, because yeah. to me that fat really gives up a lot. Of oh, flavor. yeah. Oh, I yeah. have to quit eating that too. <laughs> just cut the fat off. <laughs> some people are like <gasps> I know some people are yeah that's well that's kind of the way I am in a way and I really love on a ribeye so you have the ribeye and then you have the part that comes around here on yeah. the top that's my favorite part yeah and so when I share we have to we, we're up to two ribeyes now in our house it used to be we could buy one big one in the kitchen yeah. but now since they're you know eating you know it's like I have to buy two but I'll always cut that top yeah. part I'll eat those top parts and the tip yeah. I love the tip I like the bone in ones too oh. I love the bone in ones yeah save the bones too yeah that's it just, it just, it's just more flavor, and you just get a little extra, you know. Have you had the cowboys yet? Did yeah. I throw the rip, the tomahawk. Did I show you. Yes. Have you had a tomahawk yet? Yes. Come out with it. That's a complete waste, but it's really neat it's to have really a tomahawk. Cool. You'll I mean, pay like twenty extra bucks, yeah, no, but it's because worth it. you got a big long bone. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere somebody had to like distinctively make that and then cut it down. And yeah. Keep the, yeah. I will say this: I'm getting a dog in tune, and he will be eating raw meat every once in a while. I told you that is sort of the. They said it's the you have to look it up. It's the barf diet, and bones and raw food. Where it's, it's supposed to be the best for dogs. Oh, for sure. Dogs are they're wolves. They're carnivorous. You know, they're really yeah. That's why they got those big, long, giant fangs. Yeah, you know? they gotta be. Hey, my boy got to be eating something. Like I noticed one day, I had I had some leftover steak, and so I was like, I was gonna my dog. My dog, she's a a, a lab mix, and like it was. There was no smell to it, so she wouldn't eat it. She refused yeah. it. And I'm the like, cooked oh. one. The cooked one wow. that had been in the refrigerator for like yeah. five hours. Because it was like, it was like, I'm a midnight eater. So <laughs> if you've ever seen the midnight rib snacks on that yeah. post, like, mm, look, ribs. <laughs> I'll eat that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, best thing at midnight. So you'll see like the styrofoam plates next to my bed, you know, with <laughs> bones sticking out. Like, oh, I'm still asleep. <laughs> Must have one more. But there's something about at midnight eating a bunch of meat oh, and yeah. then just like, oh yeah, just slow. It just fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't have that with salad. You don't have to be like, mm, crunch, crunch, crunch. Think all, this. all these salad people, they're getting poisoned right now. You never oh, hear that yeah. about meat. You never. Meat will never let you down. No, I won't say that. <laughs> but yeah. All right. <laughs> Warm up game. Warm up game time. <laughs> All right, now that we've uh, decompressed, yeah, hope you all enjoyed that cow sound effect. Okay, we have two semifinal games. I personally think one will be good. You you think this will be the better game, though? I think it'd be more more unpredictable game. Hmm. I think the first game is more unpredictable. Notre Dame is the unknown. Yeah. Even though we can go through it, I can talk about their weird schedule... <laughs> Because they kind of they've they've they're good about they've manipulated their schedule For so sure. well because they're independent and they've played a lot of ACC teams yeah 
And then they played some. They should, they're ACC in basketball, aren't they? They should just basically yeah, be they, ACC. No, I think they should be, honestly, okay, my opinion only, <laughs> is they should be Big Ten, kick Rutgers out. They should be, huh. yeah, Rutgers, Ruck, because of the whole Big East collapse and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, they should be Big Ten West. They would own the Big Ten West, even though the Wisconsin thing might give yeah. them a little fun. But the Big Ten East is too stacked. Yeah. They're almost like the trouble that we have as far as the you scale. The I'm s- not SEC. Uh. <laughs> I'm not SEC. <laughs> but, no, but, I mean, as far as even with Tennessee yeah. goes, the big thing, okay, the SEC is a scale. And it has to be. We ha- we play each other. We kill each other. Yeah. And this is what it happens. It's, look, if we're like this, if we're on balanced scale, we're only okay. We're all good. Yeah. But this is what it is right now. It's two teams that are really good, and the rest is everybody is. There's, there's a like lot of average teams. and then below average. Yeah, you go. You have Alabama, Georgia. I would probably put maybe LSU in there. Yeah. And then the rest of it is dunk. Yeah. Florida is like you know they're they a paper keep people tiger. out of jo- if they keep people out of jail. Maybe they're okay. <laughs> and. Um, Sean White. <laughs> Sean White. I'm not saying anything bad about any team. Yeah. Um, but no, they really, they're in a complete, they are, you don't know, going back, I, like the first bowl to watch is going to be the Peach Bowl. Which and one's that? The Peach Bowl is Michigan, Florida. Oh. Okay, whoever survives Atlanta, <laughs> like, you know, the week in Atlanta who doesn't get arrested, and... <laughs> Notice a theme for that team. Um, Mutual agent. But no, whoever, yeah, whoever can do that, because that could be whoever shows up. They're, really, yeah. they're both teams, whoever could show up could win. And that's a really, and it, it's just a phrase, whoever shows up means whoever's actually there to play. Yeah. And that's a lot of times in bowl games is you get teams who are, you they're know. On the they're spin, on the downward spin. They're on the downward spin, but they can still show up to play in a yeah. bowl game. There's a lot of teams through the years I've always seen that have been like, who are these guys? Yeah. You know, where were they all year long? So, but going back, yeah, I think Notre Dame is a big unknown. It really is, even though looking at it, if you look at it on the paper, especially with that kid quarterback that Clemson has. Yeah. Oh. Recruited, uh, committed to Tennessee. Yeah. Just uh, throwing that out there. But, they, <laughs> but hey, uh, Clemson's what an eleven and a half. Yeah. Favorite. Eleven and a half favorite right now. I think that's modest. That's modest. It really is. It will be again. It could be. It's the banging team versus the the long ball in a way, the scramble yeah. against it's speed versus size in a way. So that's where I still think I honest if I have to say I have to say I have to say Clemson. And I think if oh, depending sure. on look at after the first half score, if it's a runaway, it's gonna be a runaway more because yeah. they're just gonna open up. And yeah. they've done that. Some of the teams I was so much the last time they were in this situation really was they had a quarterback and a receiver who are now pros mm-hmm. who are doing really well, surprisingly. Yeah, Mike Williams just had a touchdown, a two-point conversion for the win last and night. And then, you know, the Texans uh, are actually... Huh? Go Titans. I don't like Deshaun Watson. Well, you know who? you know where he was from? He's from Gainesville, Georgia. Is he the really? backyard? And of, he didn't go of, to Georgia. No, the backyard. <laughs> I'm sick of Clemson stealing all, all of our recruits. South Carolina is the hardest place to recruit because you really how many kids come out of South Carolina, mm. so they have to recruit around. Yeah, and that's why they do it well. Honestly, well, Dabu does it well. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of in a way, you know, he's he's a lot smarter. Then I think we've kind of, I mean, we all, yeah, he won a national championship and he beat Saban in the national championship, 
But I think it's a lot more than we can see. Yeah, because if you're in South Carolina, it is hard. That's why they're, you know, they've always got one team that's never any good. (laughs) No matter what coach they find. Yeah. You know, look at some of the coaches they've had through the past. They've had Lou Holtz. They've had Steve Spurrier. They've had guys who you think, oh, well, these guys, their brain's enough. Muschamp's not a bad coach either. No, that's just it. But they just can't get people. Yeah. I don't think this game's going to be close. It's at least a 21 point. It'll wa- I'll watch it if it gets one There's of those no ones. Point. And that's the weird thing, too, about bowls, too, because there's so much hype going into it that let's see who belongs. That's my thing is a lot of times in the bowl games is let's see who belongs. Yeah. You know, I'll, I can get bowls. I remember that like, one year when Ole Miss and TCU played. When TCU got screwed out of the, yeah. uh, the championship. Man, and look what happened. modeled them. Hawaii. Do you remember when Hawaii became mm-hmm. like the oh Hawaii is on the map and they're all this stuff and they've got like they have a quarterback and they have these two receivers and they're so spectacular. They get to the Sugar Bowl and the yeah. TV was going off after the first quarter. Yeah. It was like you do not belong playing against an SEC yeah. team. Man, I tell you what, I think UCF's gonna get throttled by LSU. Please, please, mutual. Look, I have nothing against UC. I have nothing against Central Florida because they're fighting their way in. But the only way to get in is to jump in the game. Don't play this conference where you're going to be master of all you survey yeah. and then expect to come up in the big time. And they've struggled, too. They, they've well, struggled. the quarterback now. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, you know, remember Boise State? You know, they faded Kellen sort of Moore. into yeah. the... Huh? With Kellen Moore yeah. back in the day. Blue Field, man. I yeah, mean, Blue Field. And still, yeah, I, I, this isn't going to be close. I, Clemson's just too good. Notre Dame's a paper tiger, in my opinion. They've always, I have a weird thing about them not being in a conference... And they play a weird schedule as in a way it can be like, oh, look, they're playing these guys this weekend. And then the next weekend they're playing, why are they playing these guys? And there, some of them go back, their rivalries that like right. the, with the academy, they go back long, long yeah. way. But still, you need to push that aside if they really want to. Like me, honestly, I mean, for one thing, they've had a week off. They had an extra week off because yeah. they play in no championship. But if you're a 12 and 0, if you're 12 and 0 and you lose into, if you lose your. Uh, conference championship. Why are you demoted so much with a team who never yeah. played a conference championship? Yeah, that's just. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah. We'll okay. get into that. A team expansion. A team. <laughs> we talked about this last year on yeah. the podcast, and it's still no. I'm still, still kind of relevant. like I still think power five, and then some picks. Yeah, and if you're if if they are still good enough to be if they go undefeated like they are this year, then yeah, put them in there. Right. But you're right. You know why? Yeah, I just think it could be they're they're more the unknown. Than the other three teams. I mean, like I, Oklahoma. I watched the Big Twelve. Just a passing exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, conference. <laughs> That's basically what. It, uh, but yeah. So Notre Dame's losing. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> Those dang Catholics. <laughs> that Catholics versus convicts. A friend oh, of mine God. went. <laughs> That's a part. Um, <laughs> um, a friend of mine went to the Georgia Notre Dame game because it's one of those I think it's one of those things where you need to experience like it's like going oh to, yeah you know to go yeah. there to see that and so but uh, yo yeah they were like it was just like and that game was just and it was it was funny Good on game. TV because it was just all red I mean it was yeah. just like but that's the SEC that. yeah we do that you know we travel I will say that but yeah let's get to the second one yes <laughs> this is the one that I think is going to be the best game because I think it's going to be a shootout I really do. That is my whole thing. My whole thing about this, if you look at Oklahoma, all except for 
some reason the Army game, which I maybe they just didn't play anybody yeah. the Army game. They just respected Army. It's they just been. I'll go. I could go into the whole Army Navy thing anyway. But I mean, uh, <laughs> they're right. They are. They are nothing but shootouts. All their games. Yeah. It's a war of attrition. Who's going to be the last one standing at the scoring? But see, the is Alabama going to? Alabama's probably been except for the the, the SC, except for the SEC. Has really been outscoring people in the first ha- in the first yeah. quarter, first yeah. half, but the first quarter, and it's just been so much talent going out there with them. Yeah, I I just think that Nick Saban doesn't know how to coach against a, a mobile quarterback, and you have one of the most elite mobile quarterbacks <laughs> we've ever seen, and so I and the, those receivers, man, like the Lamb guy and the and the Brown guy, Hollywood Brown, they're just so good. That's what they always get though. They always get like these guys who are incredibly fast. Yeah, and can catch a long ball. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. That's all you need in the Big Twelve. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. If you look at all of theirs now, going back, it's always been Texas, like you said, a mobile quarterback and a long ball. Before you had Tech, and well, not me, me Texas. Before all the the split up now, but Texas Tech and Texas A and M, long ball, long oh, ball, yeah, sweep out, sweep out, go this way, <laughs> go this way, long ball, long ball, because you don't really, you've had they've had their running backs through the years, but you've never really, it's not really pounding yeah. like we do. And so, yeah, the, you're right in a way that that could be. I'm just thinking that they're going to go straight after him. They're going to really? go after him on the end, expose him a little bit, and just be like, whether or not, because I don't know. I've never really looked at it as much as going, what is the size of the rest of the, yeah. you know, now you're lining up with a whole line of 300 pound guys. Mm. I mean, holy cow. Man. <laughs> You know, three hundred pounds. Boys. When your average size of some of these lines I've seen has been three twenty-five. Now they're going to come and and if you from Oklahoma standpoint, if they're scoring so much, but they're allowing score, scoring so much, it's not a line game. Yeah. So that's where I'm interested to see is where it comes in. Yeah. I'm hoping it's a game. I'd rather. Have, I, I think I'd it'll rather, be similar to the Oklahoma Georgia game last year. I, I think would rather. Oh, that's still going to be going down. Um, <laughs> is it over yet? <laughs> is it over yet? But still, it was just another. It was a. That's what I love fun. about football is is stuff like that. But I love watching. I don't like. I don't like. I I don't like mismatches. I don't like yeah. it when it's just like bowling over. You know, yeah. if you're your team, even if it's my team, I'm still like like. Hey, it's this not is as that. fun. Yeah. No, I want to see war. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I've loved about the SEC, and you've talked about it before. Is there's so many rivalries. Every week is like a rivalry. Yeah, every week, yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. I mean, this Alabama-LSU rivalry, this hasn't been a <laughs> rivalry that? until like 2003, you know? It's like, well, it's crazy. Well, you know why now, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because the guy wins the national championship and goes, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go win <laughs> six more over yeah, here. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, yeah I, I just love that. I think it's going to be a knockout fight like last year. I'm just curious to see if they can contain them. Because nobody has all year. No, nobody has, but nobody has. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, that is. But, you know, because of that, really, in a way, I look at him, Toa's got time left, so he's going to win one. Yeah. But, but yeah, he just put on a clinic. And it was just. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there going, oh, well, no, I'm just watching this for now. I'm like, I'm not going to. I think Oklahoma's going to win. Really? They have a 26.7% chance. I know. I think they I think they at least cover. There's no way they lose by, by two touchdowns, yeah. There's no way. Their the offense is way too explosive. The interesting thing to me is, you know, you, you talk about you just can't hate him anymore because he's just so good. Yeah. And St. Nick. Now see, the one thing, okay, I'll I'll go it back. I'll I'll take it back some. 
when Fulmer was coaching, yeah. back in the back in the heyday, you know, yeah. <laughs> you never knew who you were playing in the second half. No matter what it was, was there were so many games I had watched too. Even besides our games, besides you watching other things, you're like, they're down. Well, he can come back with a second half game plan. Yeah. Just and Saban has become the master of that. No matter what, and he's not, and he's got talent to do it. That's what gets me. Yeah. You know, he. You know, you're like who? And then they're like saying, you know, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that was probably the most gutsiest move oh, in national yeah. championship year. history. But then he did it again. You know, it's like, oh well, toe is down. So what? The guy who was really we thought was going to lead us there before, <laughs> who was gracious enough, who I really commend now for doing it. Because yeah. he could have quickly, and that was the one thing about today, is they're quickly just going, I'm out of staying, still going back. Somebody's so good. So if you're not running the quarterback, if you don't have a guy who's just got like the perfect arm and yeah. all this other stuff like Toa does, and, all, and uh, so what? Well, we got this guy who's got the brain. He got this guy who's got the experience in mm-hmm. there too, and we're going to throw him in. So that's my only thing is that, you're right. The shootout aspect of it is going. When you got an over under of ninety, holy cow! Yeah. I mean, that's just insane. <laughs> but I really think at first they're going to go after him. I oh, it's yeah. interesting to see just from the coin toss who is going to be who's going to take it. Who's going to take <laughs> it? And so it's whether or not you know what Saban allows in the coin toss is what my <laughs> big question is. Like, is that a penalty? Yeah. Check that, with Nick. Check, yeah, with, check Nick. with Nick. Check with Nick. <laughs> Is that a penalty, Nick? Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> What's your prediction? I think Alabama. Yeah. I say it's going to be an Alabama Dabu rematch, yeah. which is going to be hyped for a week because it's the guy who has beat him in a national championship. But I still think now it's going to be number seven. He's going to break Bear Bryant. Mm. Oh, for sure. But see, he doesn't have the one thing I said before. He doesn't have the quarterback receiver talent that he did the first time he was in the national championship. With uh, Deshaun and and uh, oh yeah, so yeah. that could be. But even though I'm still, you know, the kid quarterback is like amazing, and I, yeah. I commend. That was enough. They see so talk about the quarterback just going, oh, we're we're doing bad. I'm out. I mean, yeah. was like really now they're you know they're playing for the cup. yeah. No, I. It's, Trevor Lawrence was committed to Tennessee. I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, I have Butch. a weird thing now, and they, since they changed the rule to is that we have these flip-flopping players. Yeah. I understand it. I, I do, because this is for, There's even though only 2%, well, I'm not talking from from the player aspect, From yeah, only 2% are going to make it to the pros. Yeah. Not many really make it to the pros. Even even if you get signed, get your hundred grand for showing up to camp, or something <laughs> like that, you're still, so I don't know if they're really, if that's really the motivation behind a lot of the flip-flopping way, because... You know, it used to be, I would think the NFL is saying, well, you know, they're kind of eh. But yeah. a lot of them are just, I still think they go in there thinking, I'm just going to the NFL. Yeah, even for sure. Even though if you're a five-star recruit, even though you think you're, you know, you're Mr. Football this, guess what? College is college <laughs> is beginning. It's the beginning because you still have to get to the pros where you've got a guy who's been playing for 10 years, who's still 300 pounds, who's as faster than you are, yeah. who's coming at you. And one hit and you're done. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If you had to vote, would you would you vote for them being able to go straight pro, or would you vote no, for No, I won't no. vote for straight pro. I think I it's would. a safety issue, 
And that was that case for that Ohio running back guy who wanted to go pro. It is. It's a safety issue. I mm. really think. Well, I, I I don't think you have to. Now, I would think you. They would say you need to be, and I think it should be the NFL's right to say, to set a guideline as to who can play. And I yeah. understand the whole twenty-one as in physically, because you're still growing. And if you look yeah. at some guys. I knew a guy, this was back years ago. Remember when Tech won, that Georgia Tech won the national championship? They had that tie in the national championship and all that stuff. I remember when he went to there, he, he was a big guy. But after two seasons, he was a monster. Yeah. I mean, he grew, yeah. and they grew him too. I mean, they really beefed him up. And there's that part about physically, like I said, you've got some guy, you know, how about Vaughn hitting you or or back in the day when Lawrence Taylor coked oh, yeah. up coming at you? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. you're going to get nailed. And I will say football is a dangerous sport. No, it yeah. really is. I completely understand it. I agree it. And, but it is. And that's why they get paid that much. It's, that's you why know, they setting them up. <laughs> I've been mauling over that for like a I week. Love, I love those those stats that say like it, it shows like how much they get paid to do that. Like for every completion, he gets $20 million. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. But I still think, and that's why I'm always kind of that flip-flop with the big teams playing the two-tier or three-tier yeah. teams down because it's a safety issue. Who's that? Oklahoma's got a guy who's really small. They do. I kind of remember. One of their receivers is like... It's probably that Marquis, Marquis He Brown is guy. like 170 like or something. Yeah, five eight. Yeah, 170 pounds. And I'm like, he's going to get killed. I mean, oh, yeah. But see, that's the game. That's part of the thing you have to... You know, if you get hit with a line drive at 95 miles an hour, guess what? You're going down. Yeah. But I, And I've even seen basketball. And other ones, sports are dangerous, and I don't want to discourage, because if it's something you're, I, you know, if, if you've been given that gift, you know, use that gift. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're seven feet tall and know how to go like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> free, free education. But, no, I really I really think if, if okay, if Oklahoma gets the ball first, Alabama's going to come after him. Yeah. And I think that's where it'll be as a surprise. And I'm always about I'm yelling at the TV, you've got to set the, you've got to <laughs> set the, and you know, you get a quarterback gun shy. Oh, it's over. Toa, not Toa, but. um, Kyler? Murray? Um, Tennessee. Uh, oh, Garantano. Garantano. Oh, jeez. Sh- yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get a quarterback who that's gets gun shy after a while. It, it does. It puts, a, it puts a thing on him because it's like that. That quarter of a second stutter to where, yeah. you know, I don't like the robo quarterbacks because robo quarterbacks, you know, they, okay, they set the, they set the game, they set the play, that's it. Yeah. He's going there. He's just like, no matter what, that's how you get so many interceptions. Yeah. But you get a guy who's gun shy, who's not, his, he's not going one, two, starts three. Thinking. Starts thinking too much. <laughs> but no, there is a part of the thinking in that, the one, two, three, and that's where the really good ones where you'll see is, okay, no, no, yes, and then it's like yeah. a quarter of that split second. The whole Dan Marino going back in the eighties yeah. was was he had the the fastest reaction as to who's open, and so if you get Murray, you know you get him like that, and then I think it could shake him up because I don't yeah. think he's been under that sort of. Oh, no. I think there's He'll talent never face another defense. There's like. there's talent talent versus talent, and so if you haven't been really put up against talent all season long, then all of a sudden you've got two five-star guys yeah. coming at you. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, I've got another two sitting on the bench. Yeah. And they don't work. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's an interesting point. I think it is depending on if they get to him or not. Because I don't know how Oklahoma's line is. Because you can't yeah, judge no. them. But see, when you have – yeah, that's what gets me the whole time in the whole um, Big 12 is, is their scoring is like a basketball game. Yeah. And so you kind of think about it. Is it the lines? I mean, if you're letting the secondary two, which yeah. I think, again, you're talking about another thing with a secondary two against yeah. something like that, whether or not they're going to play man-to-man or zone – but you start dropping back, even if you don't attack on the line. If you take up with with a small one of those, um, you know, you know, three, four, whatever it is, and, and you're coming <laughs> back on the line, they could probably still hold anything they're coming against, just because, like I said, there's there's the talent they have on the line. Yeah. But then they're going to be covering zone man to man. They're going to be having yeah. they're having got guys back here, like oh, there's the ball, and they're like yeah. And so, if they play zone, I think he's going to pick them apart. Though. Oh yeah. I'm just, like I said, I, I really the one thing I and it's funny because me touting that, that that a Big Twelve game was like going oh my goodness look at that ball <laughs> but you gotta wonder here's two you gotta go and Oklahoma's gotta be sitting there going right now it's like that's stupid eighteen year old Texas kicker ruining <laughs> it for all of us we could be yeah. playing Notre Dame right yeah. now it's like we could be number two yeah. playing the, we could be, you know, because I mean, I think really, if it wasn't for them, it would be a real interesting mix. Because if you had Notre Dame, yeah, they deserve their spot in there. But then, what, <laughs> what is it going to be? I know I can argue with either one. <laughs> but as far as if they hadn't a loss to Texas on a field goal, would it be different? Would it? Would they still be? Because they remember they dropped out, and then they came yeah. back in. Because of the Big Twelve Championship, so they would be. I in think they'd be at three. They would be at three, so it'd Instead still be. Notre Dame would be at four. Yeah, and so that's what would be the. Oh man, <laughs> I wish. So then you would have. Now that would even be a more interesting matchup, even though I think it'd just be a slaughter fest. Yeah, but uh, I would have loved to see that. The first round, just Alabama just smoked <laughs> Notre Dame. That'd just be awesome. That's the one time I would be. I wouldn't root for them, but I'd be like, okay. I I look if it's not playing against me, I I will I do look more towards like like you said the uh, LSU Central Florida I, I'm like going you better yeah, not found, ruin this found him. you better not ruin this I mean because I mean he's I always get this weird feeling that every week he's on the hot seat yeah you know it's like yeah. he lived his coaching career on the hot seat at yeah. LSU so everywhere he's always on the hot seat <laughs> he's always it looked like wrong. it too yeah, it was like, wrong yeah when are we gonna get an 18 playoff. I want it. I, well, I like I said. I want at least a power five, and then and three then at picks, large, yeah. and then or even if we do, even if you do, I'm trying to. Somebody had it before in another way too, not eighteen, but just put cut it down. But I really think that we need to get back to with thinking about the conferences as far as like the divisions. Yeah, you know, like why do we even? The only thing, the only thing. It can either it can help you, but it can also really hurt you. You can play really well all season and lose your conference, and next thing you know, you're all out. Uh, yeah, I like the Big Twelve method where you just have no divisions, and then the best just, two teams. Best two teams, yeah. And so I think because that just works better. So for like years when the West was dominant, you'd have an LSU Alabama yeah. championship, or even not just have a championship at all, and just declare it the first time there's a tie due by rank, and if they're Ranking or Dubai, you know, I like SEC having, record. I like having the conferences. I think there's such a there's such a, a history with it, especially with us. Us and you got you know you got Big Ten, Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't have a championship game. 
Well, I mean, I like the championship. Oh, you like the championship game. I like the championship game. I just think we two my two but two things always a lot of times now is we need to the schedules are too weird now. Like I think, okay, opening week you can have a bad opening week you can have a, a fluff team or first one of the first two weeks. But we need to get rid. We need to be more concentrated on the conferences. We're playing too much. Yeah. Outside, that's why I say okay. The first week, if you want to go play your weird game, or <laughs> yeah. you want to play your easy Middle game, Tennessee State. Yeah, but then I don't want like the week before the Alabama Auburn game, you're playing, you know, Southwest Louisiana. Yeah, Tech, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like no. I, so I wanted to pull it more back into the conferences, and then really have it to be a just a dog fight. Yeah. There. So maybe have like all your non-conference at the beginning, or just have your. You can have on. your. You can have your. I think the fluff game, sh- the 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 easy game, should be at the beginning because there's no preseason, and I understand that's basically that. your pre. Yeah, I but like I don't want to be week four. Two of your weeks have been playing easy. We got to get rid of some of these easy teams. Look, yeah. just give them the money. Yeah. Just give them the <laughs> just money. Give them money. Just give them the million dollars to their conference. I mean, don't just you know who is it? UTC has been the pick on team for a while to gain money. Uh, UAB, remember they had their. For- which I could never understand because they would play all these teams and then all of a sudden their program is broke. Yeah. yeah. You know, somebody got yeah. paid somewhere. But then they're back. UAB was the pick on team for a while. Yeah. Uh, Middle Tennessee State did a lot this year with it just no, it's just unfair to these poor kids who yeah. are at these small colleges and next thing you know, yeah, they're on T V and they're in the limelight, but they're getting slaughtered. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it fluffs up records. I don't like having records, like you said, the paper dragon one. It does. It over it, it overstates records, and so at the beginning of the season, we got these people like how many come in and like, oh look at how they first game, <laughs> bam, they're yeah. done. You know. Yeah, I agree. Eventually, we'll so have it, it will be Dabu and Saban. Saban will will now be the top of the, the heat king of seven, the king of college football. Having seven, um, he's going to retire. Somehow, Urban Myers is going to feel a lot better. Urban's going to feel a lot better and take over for yeah. those headaches are going to go away. Those headaches are going to go away. I think I he wonder... takes the USC job next year. Think he takes the USC. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I think he wants to go there out in the California sun, rebuild, rebuild. It's so funny how Dabo's know, taking the Alabama people. Job. Uh, that would be. That would be. They yeah, that would probably would be the best pick He's for them. That really would be. They're going to just send him a, a truck full of cash and just say, hey, come on. And he's just going to get on the on the truck and just go Well, back. you know what got Spurrier to South Carolina? What? It was an Augusta National membership. No, really? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> and so, yeah. so But, yeah, that would be, yeah, definitely. People don't believe me. Like, they say, no, he would never leave Clemson. I say, oh, I no, bet no, he no. would. Hey, the guy won he a national championship Alabama. at LSU, and next thing you know, he's at Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought he would. And see the interesting. Okay, here's the thing that gets me about LSU. Every year they're they're pretty high in recruiting, yeah. but they've How? never been like yeah. Outside of Saban and uh, the big flop, sorry, Miles. Uh, no, 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 no. Player, quarterback, Jamarcus uh, Russell. Oh, jeez, <laughs> big boy. He was like yeah. Another one, like I said, it really upsets me a lot of times is they've been given this talent and it's just, just like McDonald's. <laughs> cough syrup, cough syrup. Yeah, it's cough syrup, cough syrup. <laughs> cough Krispy syrup, cough syrup. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, uh, anything else to add? No, whatever you feel like, man. You know, I can sit here all day long. I know. Meat and football, man. Meat and football. <laughs> That'll be the title, Meat and Football. Meat and football. That's our new book. That's yeah. Meat. We're starting a memoir. 
<laughs> but hey guys, hey, a thousand streams total. So uh Wow. Hey, yay. I've been listening every week, you know. Every I have. week, every I know. I've, I've yeah. thrown you up on the Instagram. That's but... right, that's right. So <laughs> thank you guys so much. Go download this on iTunes. Spotify. I need a new puppy. Give me money for a puppy. I'm going to give him raw meat. So there you go. Full circle. Thanks, guys. Hope you all enjoy. Home field disadvantage. Thank you.